You are listening to the Mimi B Podcast, a lifestyle podcast that is designed to help you transform your life and become the best version of yourself possible. On this podcast, we talk about health, personal growth, career, and pretty much everything else it takes to become the best you there is. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard. I own the online magazine, Mimi B, and I create courses on how you can upgrade your life to the next level. Every single one of us has the ability to produce extraordinary results in our lives, and this podcast is going to help you get there. Hey everyone, if you have not listened to part one of this series with Victoria Radford, make sure to go check it out because this isn't really going to make sense if you haven't listened to part one yet. So go listen to that one and then this one. Thanks guys. And so right away I started picking up all the products. I was like, where does Tom Ford make his makeup? Like, that's what I need this to look like. I need this to look like Tom Ford created an all natural Mm. beauty brand. And so I figured out that it was all made in Italy mm. and I got on an airplane mm. and I went to Italy to a kind of makeup conference. And if anyone wants to create their own beauty brand, you have to go to a makeup conference in Italy called Cosmoprof. It's in Bologna. It happens once a year and it changed my life. Mm. And that is where you meet the manufacturers that create Tom Ford. But it was another very interesting thing because I walked in the door and of course I'm like, you know, a young bubbly girl. And first of all, there was only old men. And I was like, I think I might be in the right place. (laughs) And I walked up to this like pavilion with a name that I'd never heard of before. And I started talking to the Italian girl that was kind of manning the pavilion and she didn't want anything to do with me. And I was like, hello, my name is Victoria Radford and I'm going to make all of my own makeup products. And she was like, well, that's very nice, but definitely not here. Please move aside. Like literally. And I was like, oh my goodness, I am totally in the right place. Because there is no way that this would be this difficult if there wasn't something that I needed to see behind that girl. And so I was like so overjoyed, like so excited, walking up and down, like trying to figure out how to get in there. And I realized I didn't have the language and I was probably way too bubbly. And this older guy came out of nowhere with a glass of Prosecco in his hands. And he came up to me and he was like so interested. He was like, who are you? And I was what like, is this? Yes, what what is happening here? Please tell me what's going on. He was very interested in a little. I'm like, like visualizing this yes, so hard right now. Yeah. Like you're really painting a picture yes, for me. Yeah. And so I was like, "Hello, <laughs> I'm Victoria Radford, and I'm going to make my own makeup line." And he just was so amused, like the, his face. And I found out later that his because most of these makeup companies, it's like been owned by their father's 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 grandfather, mm-hmm. and so it had been passed down to him. And he was like probably 45 years old and it was his first year owning his makeup company and so he was very amused this is a manufacturer yeah oh my god very amused by me and so he said would you like an appointment and i was like an appointment yes (laughs) and literally like walked past that like guard girl and came into the back and like had this presentation where they showed me 
all of the makeup that could be made in the next and most makeup takes like five years to make like from the big manufacturers so i was seeing like makeup from the future mm. and like it's a presentation and then in the end they give it all to you mm. and literally i was like oh my god so i left and i went to the next pavilion and i walked up i was like hello i'd like an appointment please and the girl was like all right, well, we have some time later, I swear to you. I was like, oh, my goodness. And so I just went from pavilion to pavilion to pavilion, making <laughs> appointments, meeting all the people I needed to meet. Getting a ton of makeup. Getting all the makeup, like, could not believe it. And then five years later, because it took a long time to convince the really big boys to work with me, I created my makeup brand with the same manufacturer that creates, like, lots of very, mm. very big brands. Mm. So that's like how, but it's like little by little over time, knowing that in the end, like it will happen. I love, um, if you, if you follow Chris Pratt, he did this one Instagram post that I just loved. And he was like trying to remind anyone that hadn't made their dreams happen yet. And he said, if you apply enough pressure, I promise you it will break before you do. And that is very true. Apply enough pressure. And it will break before you do. Oh, my God. Goosebumps. Yeah. It's so true. Like, that project that we were talking Everything, about anything. before this podcast yeah. that I'm doing. It's like, put all of your pressure on it. Yeah. Make it happen. Yes. Make it your goal. Do not give up. No. Because you don't fail until you give up. Totally. Failure is non-existent until you give up. Totally. If you get a no, it's not failure. It's a next. Yeah rejection is not rejection it's just a no not right now maybe like you or know this is the wrong thing or this for is you. the wrong person like the or universe thing. is yeah. a very interesting place it will nudge you in the right direction and sometimes that means nudging you out of certain things that you think that you want oh but if you're so open true. to like the real magic yeah. then you have to be willing to go through a few things and like lose some things that maybe you thought you were holding on to for a reason Mm, so powerful oh my god have you ever been unmotivated and how did you get over that um I feel like my teen years and like when I was younger I was like really bad in school mm -hmm. and I found that um, really hard like I found it really hard to get up in the morning to go to school it felt a little bit like torture mm -hmm. like it, it was really difficult I'm pretty sure I'm dyslexic or something I don't know my mom's a hippie so she never like believes in stuff like that um, but I I just had a very tough time by the end of school I figured out a way to petition my principal and let him uh, somehow actually got out of exams because that's how bad it was. I failed everything. All exams I failed, even though near the end of my school career, I actually was getting pretty good grades because I was trying a lot harder. Um, but I still couldn't do exams. Mm -hmm. And so I really do feel like knowing at that time that I didn't really know what my strengths were and that my only job was to figure out what they were because there was no way that I was made just to have a mediocre life. And so I think that that really motivated me 
understanding that like my life was meant to figure out who I was and like yeah. what my passions were. Um, but that was very hard for me. Mm. And even like in my twenties, a lot of my friends were going to university and I dropped out uh, a few times by the fourth time I dropped out. I'm pretty sure my family was also probably, that's probably why they didn't give me any money when I started my business. <laughs> Cause they thought that I would just drop out mm-hmm. of my business. So right. F- good for them. Like, you know, um, but I think that that was also really hard. Just like school was very, very torturous for me. But the way that I got out of it was just understanding that it's a short time in your life and focusing on the things that I love. I love reading uh, mm-hmm. and I love like self-help books. And oh, same. Yeah, they're really, they're, they're, they, I find them very motivating. Yeah, I completely agree. And you know what? You're so right. Like, I I just feel so much that the school system needs to be different. Oh, God. I was the same as you. Like, I, I didn't fit in. I felt stupid yeah. because I wasn't good at school because I didn't like being told what to do. Right. I was the, beating my own drum. You know what I mean? Whatever that expression yeah. is. Like, And I always knew, like you just said, there was always something deep down bubbling inside of me. Like I meant for bigger things. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go to school, go to college, become a librarian, lawyer, lawyer yeah. whatever. Like yeah. I didn't, that's not for me. And I've never been that girl. And I, I completely relate to you because it's like, I felt like I actually, like, imagine the whole world and society telling you, you're not good enough. You're not getting the right grades and I'm not going to invest in you. And this is this. It's like, but you know, deep down that you you have potential and nobody believes you basically. That's how I felt for so long as well. It's like, just watch. And, you know, and I felt so ashamed when I dropped out of school and my grandma was like, you know, my parents were like, okay, we wanted you to take a year off anyways. Like, we'll support you. And like, I think like the other family members were like, oh God, you know, like fuck up. And I'm just like, no guys, like just you freaking wait. Like just watch. (laughs) Just you wait. Just you wait. (laughs) But you know, I I wish everybody in high school could know that it's like, this doesn't determine who you are or what you're good at. The person in your class right now getting straight A's, like, they might not really end up in the career that they love. Like, you, that doesn't determine anything. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. And now more than ever, college is really... I know. Like, it sucks to say it. Yeah, more than ever now. More than I ever. Mean, yeah. College, like, me. unless you want to be a doctor, lawyer, yeah. or something that really you need a degree, it. it requires it. Yeah. If you don't know what you're doing and you're in college you know i don't want to say it because i don't know who's listening to this podcast i don't want to make anyone feel bad but it's like also look at what you know if you like if you really enjoy it and you feel like it's a good time to discover who you are great yeah but at the same time it's like if you you hate it that's the thing if you enjoy it it's great like i watch these movies with like you know all these kids going to school and i'm like oh i miss that like enjoyable aspect to it and so I think it's a great opportunity to enjoy that part of your life if that's what you enjoy. But if you're hating it, if you're then miserable. maybe look at some other options. Yeah, it's we're living in a time where there's so many opportunities. Oh my God, endless. Endless. Yeah, and you have access to so many people through social media. And you have access to to education online. Yes. I learned more after I dropped out of university oh, I than I yeah. have literally my entire life because yeah. I was... And I think we're similar in this way. We don't like being told what no. to do. No. So when I was in uni and we we're in this big auditorium of 300 people and the, you know, it's like going through these modules and this, that, I was like, 
I'm not even interested. I know. But, and I, when I left uni, I was like, oh, I have this goal. I want to learn marketing this, that. I would listen to podcasts on marketing this, that. Like, when I first got into TV, when I was first working on that project I was telling you about, I was list, I was like literally learning everything I could about being a TV producer or like being in, um, you know, the back and side of TV and this and that. And I learned so much because I wanted I was flooding my brain and I was listening to the podcast when I'd wake up when I'd be at the gym it's like when you are excited to learn about something you just digest that shit totally when you aren't you forget it like do you remember anything from your calculus class in high school no me neither zero zero I can't tell you one thing I remember from high school neither do I it's insane literally you need to love what you learn actually I do remember one thing what and it's Probably one of my biggest things that I hold on to. So my acting teacher, Uh we were doing a skit of some kind and uh, she yelled out. She's like, okay, ladies, strong and wrong. Like you mean it. And since that day, and I was like 17, since that day, my motto in life has been strong and wrong. What is it? I don't get it. The idea is that when you're doing, when you're acting, you have to do it strong. And if you make a mistake, you make a big mistake, but it it looks better. Like you, it doesn't actually look like a mistake and it makes it so your acting is more powerful. And so my entire life, it's like fortune to the bold is another way of saying it. So my entire life after that, I was like strong and wrong. So it's like if you fuck up, make like just keep going, you know, me it- flying to Italy yeah. and walking through the yeah. aisle, that's strong and wrong. Yeah. Like, what, who am I? How do, yeah. how, why am I even there? Like, who, do, who do I think I'm trying to be? Do you know how many people have asked me through the years? What do you think you're Mac? I'm like, Actually, yes, that's a very good example of something I could see my business becoming. Like, yes. Obsessed. That's amazing. Yeah, strong and wrong. And so, like, you reach for the moon and you're going to hit the stars. Oh, I I love that. I did learn that in high school. And it's been my motto ever since. Oh, my God. I love that so fucking much. Yeah, it's a good one. Oh, my God. Sometimes my outfits are strong and wrong, but that's neither here nor there. That's what my best friend says. It's very funny. (laughs) I'm okay with it. I love that. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. So, oh, there's so much that I want to talk about. (laughs) There's just, like, I love talking about everything. Should we go back to some skin questions that we got on Instagram? Because I feel like people are going to get mad if I have you here and I don't ask you. No, no, I want to answer all the skin questions. Okay, I'm just on my notes. The slight edge, I'm going to buy that. Um, Zero to one is another one that I love. Zero to one? Yes, it's all about how to invent something. Um, And it's written by the guy, he teaches the class at Stanford. And um, it's very cool. And it kind of gets your, especially if you're not sure what you want to do with your life, it gets your mind thinking about different ways to, like, create something or invent it. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to read that, too. Have you read the 5 a.m. Club? No. Okay. My boyfriend I'm, talks about this a lot. No. Though. I'm yeah. getting it. I'm yeah. getting it for okay. you. I interviewed yeah. Robin Sharma. Very author. cool. You should listen to it. It's a few episodes yeah. before this. Okay, so, well. It's insane. Okay. I'm, I'm going to get you that book. Thank it's you. fucking amazing. Deal. It's like, there's two books that have changed my life. And that's one? That's one of them. Success Principles by Jack Canfield. Have mm-hmm. you read that? No. Oh, come <laughs> on. Okay, we're going to do a book exchange. Amazing. It's happening. I cannot wait. Okay, let's do some skin questions. Okay. 
Oh, right. So, well, the first one is, I'd love to know more about the skincare facial she offers at the studio. Do you want to just really briefly? So everything we do in the studio is customized. I actually don't believe in creating like, uh, like the same thing. For, One size yeah, fits all. It's, yeah. it's not, it doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. So if you come into the studio to have a skin treatment, everything we do is customized to your skin in order to give you like the biggest results in the time that you're here. Okay. Amazing. Um, and she uses this really cool machine that basically, well, can you explain? I don't even know how to explain it. Which one? The Hollywood machine? Yeah, the one that puts the products deeper into your skin. So it's a machine that uses a technology called ionophresis, and that is a low-frequency sound machine. And if you can imagine, a sound wave is wobbly, so it actually wobbles its way deeper into your skin 40 times what putting your skin, your cream just on top of your face will do. So when you leave, your skin is really hydrated and plumped, and it looks like it's made mm, of glass. Like mine right now. I just yes, exactly. It looks so beautiful beautiful uh and isn't it equivalent to like 40 facials exactly yeah wow so you're basically getting a lot for your money if you exactly you're, you're getting a very cheap <laughs> facial because it's 40 yep all right another one um how should i treat an active pimple to pop or not to pop it really depends mm-hmm. it depends on where it is on your face mm-hmm. it depends on like if it's the type of thing that it's like a whitehead um and like obviously the the easiest thing i can say is no it's better not to pop anything because most people suck at popping pimples yeah however if you're gonna do it anyway there's a bad way of doing it and a good way of doing it the good way of doing it is having a shower and using some kind of really good strong exfoliant the exfoliant will make it so there's less skin in between Mm -hmm. the pimple and your the air for it coming out and then the second thing is using a clean pin so either like if you have like only a safety pin you put it in alcohol um i actually use like surgical like pins um to pop pimples Mm -hmm. and you want to just touch it right where the white head is and then you don't squeeze together you need to get under the pimple and once you do Mm -hmm. it once like you don't want to keep on breaking the skin because Mm -hmm. if you break the skin it can actually reinfect itself so once you do it once leave it and then do a mask over top to heal that skin back up or use something like coconut oil which is anti-bacterial uh, and also has been proven to like re-establish healthy skin cells oh i love that mm-hmm. love that so much um well i have so many saying like how to get rid of little bumps all over face and arms well we already talked about that yeah which is we amazing. definitely did it's crazy how that. many people have that a lot of people it's very common how about how to heal or improve open pores so if you're talking about an open pore, you're probably talking about technically your pore is dilated. Mm-hmm. If your pore is dilated, it's because your skin is dehydrated, which could mean that you either are not putting enough moisturizer on. That's what I find the most. If someone's worried about large pores, they almost like don't moisturize their skin because they're like, oh, I have oily skin. But it actually makes your skin much oilier. Your mm-hmm. skin's very smart. And so if it doesn't, it's not getting enough moisturization, it will actually create more oil Mm. in order to moisturize itself so putting in an oil into your skin i love coconut oil but any kind of like moisturizer if you're worried about it being greasy try it only at night and see if that improves it very interesting Mm -hmm. what are the best foods for glowing and healthy skin 
anything that is hydrating. So I really love um, like water, warm water with lemon. Um, you can even do a nice cleanse, like really, really dark uh, maple syrup uh, in your water with some pink Himalayan salt or a lime, which is alkaline, anything alkaline. So um, I also really love uh, celery juice, mm. um, but cucumber as well. So the more hydrated you are on the inside, the more your skin will glow on the outside. Mm-hmm. And isn't there a difference between like drinking a glass of water and eating a cucumber? Like, isn't it, I've heard that it's like, you know, you want to do both because. You always yeah. want to do both. You, there's no, a lot of people go in on one thing, like they'll drink like 10 glasses of water, but they don't need any vegetables. Yeah. You need all of the things. You need a well, well balanced, well rounded It's not just one thing. No, it's not just one thing. All right. What about, do you recommend any skin supplements? To take, uh, like orally? Yeah. Uh, there are different skin protocols that you can take. Um, I would say that uh, probably for your age demographic, the biggest thing I see for anyone in their 20s is their stress level is through the roof. And that means that your adrenal glands are working overtime. So the best supplement for adrenal glands is doing like a vitamin B. I like it in liquid. So liquid Mm. form vitamin B, leave it in the fridge. And uh, you can do a B complex. Usually it comes in uh, vitamin B12 or B6. I just like the complex because it's everything. Mm -hmm. And do that every day. Um, And that will help your adrenal glands. And especially if you're breaking out around the chin area because that's your stress area. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. A lot of questions about skincare routines. Like, if for somebody that doesn't know anything about skincare, yeah, what's like a very simple skincare routine they can do every morning and night? Well, I always like to give uh, examples of things that you can use, like that you have at home. Uh, the biggest thing is removing your makeup uh, if you wear makeup. Uh, so in the evening, if you use some coconut oil to remove your makeup or wash your face and then put on some moisturizer, um, coconut oil is actually a moisturizer that you can put up around your eyes because the molecules in coconut oil are much smaller than a normal like cream. Uh, so it's safe enough to put around there and will actually hydrate the skin. I do like to put some cream over top of that though. Um, and then in the daytime, uh, washing your face either with uh, something gentle. Um, I like to use, um, like a gentle exfoliant. That's when I use my buff. Uh, I also find that during the day that makes it really glow. Mm. So using your exfoliant in the day, but not using something that is like too scrubby because you don't want to break the skin. Uh, so something with like lactic acid in it or enzyme in it and just leaving it on like a mask and then rinsing it on. And then of course, putting sunscreen on is always very important in the mm. day. God, I need it to can start be doing that. very, very simple. Oh. Is there sunscreen in your face moisturizer? Uh, not in the one, not no. in face. Anytime you buy a moisturizer that has sunscreen in it, it is actually just a sunscreen. Like the minute you put a chemical like sunscreen in a moisturizer, it negates all the other good things. So don't spend too much money on a sunscreen. That is so interesting. Oh my God. You want to put cream on first and then put sunscreen on after. Okay. Because that sunscreen is not the greatest for your skin. Yeah, I don't like it. It always like it does think, you know what? Sometimes when I use sunscreen on top of like a serum or cream, like it, it like gets it's all, bad. it's like, it, it doesn't look good. It gets all like, kind of like when you, 
when you wipe your skin, it kind of like comes off a bit. Totally. So my favorite sunscreen is an all natural brand called Kula and it's from um, Australia. Mm. So I'll give you some of that. You'll like it a lot. Okay. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Thank you. Um, also, by the way, guys, like I know we keep talking about Radford products, but I'm just going to say one more time, the buff is like life changing. And I, I'm not going to lie to you guys. Like for my skin, for my redness, for my bumps, for just like my glow in the morning, if I use it as a mask for five minutes, like I see such a difference in my skin and I'm literally like, it's, I'm being dead serious. It's so good. Yeah. Buff and face are our two best selling products. Well, also makeup bomb is also. Oh my God. The bomb is so good. I love it. Mm -hmm. And oh, it's so good. Um, you know what? It's funny. I have a question here. It says, um, I want her education background, how to create products, warehouse, manufacturer, et cetera. We already talked about that. We definitely talked about that. That's so funny if someone said that. Yeah. Um, how to deal with acne scarring, microneedling, I'm going to guess. I mean, yes, microneedling is kind of like the, the – it will definitely take away acne scarring. Um, definitely when you have like some – like especially severe acne scarring, what I call ice pick scars, mm-hmm. uh, nothing will fix that except for something more intense like microneedling or doing like – the perfect peel, like more of a peel that will actually make your skin peel off. Mm -hmm. Um, But that you definitely want to find like your friendly neighborhood, medical esthetician, someone you trust. Okay. So what about this? What are your opinion? What are your opinions on Botox and fillers? How early should one start these treatments, if at all? Oh, I do have opinions on this. Tell me everything. Yes. So I am definitely very natural. However, I believe in understanding that you have options and there's many tools to uh, do anything. And so we have a medical nurse here at Radford um, that does more of like the Radford way of injections or like anything that has to do with um, like you need a nurse to do because we're a medical facility. And so she does do like I have Botox and filler in my face, but I have it in a very natural. You would never way. know. Yeah, I mean that's that's the whole thing. I don't mind if people know, but I would hate for anyone to be able to tell. Yeah, exactly. I also grind my teeth at night, so I've actually like broken my back teeth, so I get a little Botox in my jaw which makes it so I don't get headaches in the morning. So that's a little bit more medical. Yeah. And then um, I've had my lips done, but very, very like small, like a half a syringe every time. Cause I just like it to be more of an enhancement. That's exactly um, it. And I'm very disappointed in like, I, I don't understand why all these young girls, like they're so beautiful. And then they look like they all have the same disease or something with their yeah. like, huge lips and huge lashes. And like, oh my God, yeah. so I've it's, been it's through that phase. Sad. I've been through that phase. Uh, when I first got lip fillers, like, two I cannot years imagine ago? you like that. No, I need to show you a picture. It was when I first, like, I looked different two years ago. I was also, like, a little bit chubby. <laughs> I don't believe that. <laughs> I know. I was, like, 15 pounds heavier. I'll show you. Yeah. But, like, I really, I hit it really well. Yeah. So, like, you wouldn't really notice. But I would definitely was unhappy with my body. And I was going out and drinking and, like, yeah. not treating myself right. And it was, I was not in a good phase. But um, when I first got my lips done, I did a little bit too much. And, like, you could kind of 
tell, definitely tell. And then my lashes were just like so big, but yeah. not as big as you think. Like I, yeah. I know what you mean. A lot of girls in Toronto have like oh, massive yeah. lips and massive yes. lashes. Yeah, and they look like they've all come out of the same incubator. No, it I looks just don't really understand. bad. It's like, yeah. ugh. mine were not really that bad. But no, like, I'll I show can't. you a picture. You have good taste. I Thank feel like you. they were. It was never that bad. Yeah. But when okay, you're, it was, yeah. When you're youthful, you do you you do overdo things. Yeah. I overdid things too, but luckily there was no social media to. Uh, <laughs> to document ev- it all, evidence yeah. of any of it. Yeah. Well, I was also working in TV, and like yeah. everyone around me yeah, was getting course, that, that, and that it's like sense. on TV didn't look as bad because it's like you always want more intensity. Totally. Like in the show I was on, it was very like uh, non-contrasted. It was quite like a light yeah. filter on it, so you like you needed bigger lashes and whatever. That makes sense. But anyway, so um, I totally agree with you, and mm. I think I I don't even remember the last time I got my lips done. Maybe in like. November, so like a while back, but like I think they're still a little bit in. Um, and yeah, I it agree never with you. totally goes away. Yeah, I've had it now. Like the first time I did it was ten years ago, probably, and I've done it maybe three times. And my lips are yeah. bigger permanently from mm-hmm. each time. But they uh, look very like it doesn't. You know, you wouldn't tell. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, as far as Botox goes, the first time I did Botox, I was twenty-seven, mm-hmm. um, and I did very, very little. And then the next time I did it, I was like, I did it kind of once a year for mm-hmm. a few years. Um, it is a preventative thing. Would you have done it earlier if you knew? No, I don't think I would have needed it any earlier. I'm, I'm, my background is like Portuguese and Spanish. So even when I did it, I kind of like, I thought it was funny that I was doing it. I definitely didn't have any lines. I've seen younger girls with lines. Mm. Um, like it's almost like just the way that their forehead is shaped or they have very expressive foreheads. Um, but doing a little bit in your 20s at some point, I think, is a good preventative measure. Yeah, I agree. Um, I have a bit of both. I don't even think I've spoken about this, but I agree with you. And I I did mine for preventative reasons. Yeah. Are you very expressive? I have a very expressive face. Yeah. I have a very expressive chin when mm-hmm. I talk and my forehead as well. So I have just a little bit, but you can still see. Like, yeah, I actually haven't move. gotten it in yeah. so long. Yeah. Um, but I did get a little bit in my forehead. But, like, you don't need to look like a – like, I think there's so many misconceptions around totally. fillers and Botox. Like, you don't need to look like a real housewife. You know what I Seriously. mean? You don't. You yeah. you really don't. And most, like – not to normalize it, but, like, most people have – like, you know, a lot of people have shit done. Most people do. Most people do. Yeah. But, again, like, that – You can do there very to say, little – you you can get very little and it's like I don't want to make it like it is a very normal thing now and I'm not trying to say oh everyone should get it but like if you feel like guilty and that's how I felt for so long I felt guilty that I had done something and I was now I'm just like I don't give a shit I'm gonna look like me I trust myself to never go overboard yeah and I don't like that fake fake look and I like how my lips look now more than ever and I they're really barely there anymore like the filler and you know thank you Mm -hmm. um and I just think you know as a preventative, it's really effective. Yeah. And for people that spend hundreds on eye creams and, you know, exactly. anti-wrinkle this, that, like my mom and I have this argument because she is really into her anti-aging products, but mm-hmm. she'll never touch Botox. And I'm mm-hmm. like, mom, like, you're spending so much money on it. Like, <laughs> just like, you know, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. But then also there the, there's the argument, like my boyfriend, when I told him I first, like when I like, joked around once that I got Botox, he was like, what? And he was really upset. He was like, you're so young, you don't need it. And I'm like, listen, 
I know and I understand where you're coming from because also with men, like, they don't really get no, it. men definitely they don't, don't get it. want you to get anything. No, done. they don't. Because they're scared you're going to end up looking like you have that face disease. Exactly. But a lot of like, – they don't realize that you, you don't need to look like that. No, exactly. Um, but he said to me, he was like, Mimi, you're so healthy. Yeah. You live such a healthy lifestyle. Why would you – like, why would you do that? And I was like, you're right. The balance, babe. Like, yep. because I'm so good, because I don't even fucking drink alcohol, really, like, mm-hmm. you know, cut me some slack. This is the one thing I want to do. Yeah. Like, I also got my boobs done, yep. you know, four months ago, five months ago. And oh, new. Yeah. That's exciting. Yes. Oh, my God. They're gorgeous. Right? I'm Guys, I'm literally really nice. showing Victoria my boobs. Um, <laughs> they're beautiful. Thank you so much. Uh, like, I ever wear a bra now. <laughs> I would never wear one. Right? I, I barely wear but one. But they're now. not even huge. They're, no, like, they're perfect. They're, you know, so I I believe that I, I like having control about how I look. Yeah. And I don't want to not look like me, but I want to look like an enhanced version of me sometimes if there are little things I can tweak or big things like the boob thing, which... Yeah. I knew forever that I wanted. Yeah. Um, and it was more about the shape than the size. Mm-hmm. I had, like, no underboob. Mm-hmm. And it, I just didn't feel womanly whatsoever. Yeah. And whatever. Anyway. So you wanted that, like, little and enhancement. I, yeah. And you know what? I did it. And mm-hmm. it was a fucking great decision. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, I don't want people listening to think that, like, they need to get something done because there's pressure because everyone has something done and this, that. Like, get something done if you truly want to. And you've totally. done a lot of reading into it. And it is a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, getting something done medically is a big deal and you should do your research. Like, Mm -hmm. don't just do it because it's a trend. And, like, you know, take responsibility for your life and Mm -hmm. don't just do something because it's a trend. So I don't want to normalize it, but I want to be honest with Mm -hmm. everybody. And it's like, yes, I do preventative things to my face. Yes, like, you know, we both had things done and whatever. But, yeah, I just think honesty is is great. And you don't need to look like a duck. You don't need to look like this or that. Yeah. Um, It should feel like you. It should feel like more you. Exactly. Doing something should really, like, bring you into yourself. Yeah. And I want to feel – like, this is why also I work out and eat really healthy. It's because I want to feel like that amazing person – like that – I call her my superwoman self. I love it. And I want to feel like my superwoman self. And I feel like when I look really good and I feel really good in my body, I am her. Like, it directly – my personality reflects my physical being. Yes. And I love having control about how I look. And – you know what? You can judge all you want to people if they are getting stuff done. And, like, that. Let, that's just their thing. But I think it's just good for us to have, like, healthy conversations about it mm-hmm. and not pretend like we're not doing anything. Yeah. We don't want to be compared to those types of girls because at the end of the day, like, you just got to do what feels right for you. Exactly. And you also need to go to somebody you trust. Definitely. So you do not want to go if you're going to get... Botox, filler, boob job, anything. Yeah. You do not want to go to someone on fucking Groupon. No. You don't want to get a discount. No, please no discount lips. No. Please no discount Botox because that stuff is serious. It's very important. Yeah. So if you live in Toronto, come to Radford. They have an amazing (laughs) medical injector woman. And um, yeah, she's great. So... Guys, wow, this has been an hour and 20 minutes. I'm going to make this a two-part podcast, awesome. by the way. So I'm going to do I whatever. Maybe um, do like a skin one. And a- yeah, or a, whatever. I'll do a little bit of both. Awesome. But um, yeah, wow, I can't believe it's been so long. Guys, we need Victoria back on the podcast. So let us know <laughs> what you think about this episode or these episodes. Thank you so much for tuning in. Where can everybody find you? Oh, wait, I have one last question for you. Oh, I have the this answer. Is what, okay. 
(laughs) (laughs) I always forget to ask this to some of my guests. I ask my guests one question at the end of every episode. Cool. And it is, I love morning routines. We already kind of touched on this, but I wanted just to kind of get an all-around answer. If, let's say you wake up on the wrong side of the bed one morning. Yeah. What do you do that ensures that you're going to bounce back and have an amazing day? Like, give me a step-by-step routine that you'll do if you, like, really need to, like, change your state. Meditation. Mm -hmm. That five-minute, like, mantra meditation. I usually, like, well, because of Eva with an eye, I'll breathe in, like, different colors. So I'll, like, fill my whole body up with, like, pink. Usually it will kind of come to me. Yeah. But in her sayings, like, she'll actually say what color to, to think about. And then it will be, like, you know whatever I'm I now step back into my body I have the courage to be myself today like whatever it is Mm. that that she wrote or that I'm feeling and uh, I say that a few times and it's completely changes the energy and changes my mood Mm. that and like a little workout always Mm. makes you feel like you're at the top of the world yeah totally love that even if it's just like a 10 minute for a long time I was doing like 10 minutes on the treadmill every morning and it's like nothing and uh, it would put me in just, like, the best mood. It's endorphins. It's literally yeah. a chemical yeah, reaction. Exactly. And where can everybody find you on social media and everything? I have an Instagram, and it's just my name, Victoria Radford. Okay, amazing. Love that. And then Radford Studio. Yeah, that's my studio that's one. That's the studio one. And uh, to buy the products if people want to check out the makeup yeah. and products. VictoriaRadford.com. VictoriaRadford.com. Love it. And you ship globally. Yep. And do you know how much shipping is internationally? If you spend um, over $75, we don't charge for shipping. Are you kidding? No. Oh, my God. And that's like 35 pounds. Like, that's so crazy. Yeah. Guys, jump on it. (laughs) Seriously. Thank you, Victoria. I love you. Thank you so much. Seriously.